The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Live from the old National Bank State Street Studio, across from the historic Chicago Theater, you are listening to Carmen and Yurko on the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. This is WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago, a good Karma Brands radio station. Listening and participating in today's show. This was a fun one today. Great work by Bleck and Abdallah. Thanks to Courtney Cronin, Todd Furman in Vegas, and Mike North with bonus play. And of course, Paulie Cheesecake with his picks. We're back on Monday, Monday, Monday. Who Paulie picked? Did he pick the Bears? Paul, no. Paulie's guy. He's laying the wood in the San Fran game. He's laying a big number, but I think San Fran will. He's getting points in Miami. He's taking the two and a half with uh, Miami at Buffalo. And then it's a he's, big number with a 49. It's 14. 14, yeah. I like, I like the first half in that one, Tommy. And then... So you uh, don't make him take the Bears game. He no. should He should pick the Bears. You think? Every I, week. To have to I want to hear Paulie's Bears pick. Did you hear my Bears yeah. prediction? What was it? Yeah. Bears 24 Pain. to 16. Yannick Ngakwe's coming out party. I said, it's the Yannick Ngakwe game. Two sacks. Adam said, that's a coming out party. I said, when you got one as a team, well, listen, it is a coming out party. Weeks, that's a coming out party, Adam. They're trending for six total sacks <laughs> right, this year, right? I said, that's a coming out party. Chris is going to bring it back. So you either got way, him winning. They'll either straight be up? making fun of me on Monday, or I'll be right. Well, so what is what? How did you come to that conclusion? Is this after the first quarter, sixteen points, sixteen points. Like they're going to hold the team to sixteen points for an entire yeah, game. Carm, this is why. Like we're, as we try Good to, point, we put this pick <laughs> under the microscope. How did you come to this conclusion? I, I don't know. I, I I said Bears win. Bears. I know they can't score too many, but you gave them twenty four. So like, well, that but so I can't give the Broncos much more than I said they win by about eight. So then I gotta have to give the Broncos sixteen. But the Broncos can't stop anybody though either. They, they can't. Well, They're giving up four hundred and fifty-eight yards and forty-one points a, per game. This might be the crappiest crap sandwich we see, boys. I Listen, don't know. Car, these are two teams that are in kind of disarray. It's step one towards. Some form of respectability. Come there you on, go. let's do it. That's right. You don't have to be this team for the entirety of the season. Lift yourself up. Right. Step one like, towards credibility. I mean, think about these last couple of weeks. I have them losing. <laughs> Am I the only one that has them winning? Black's leaning towards win, he said. He doesn't have to make an official announcement until the pregame I, on Sunday. I don't. But Black's leaning towards win, but he's not I sure. I don't think it would be crazy if they won. I just, I have Sweet to. Jesus, s- I hope not. I have to see them win. <laughs> that dude came up 70. I have to see them win before I can actually believe it's something oh that they could do. Carm, you've got a Hall of Fame coach and a Hall of Fame quarterback against a defense that can't rush the passer and will probably have three or four backups playing in the secondary. Don't let the facts get in the good, in the way of a good story here, Tommy, okay? Why why are you doing this to me? It's the Yannick and just... game. That, <laughs> it may happen. Listen, I wouldn't it bet may. this with your money, yeah. so it's not like I have anything invested on this game. Not only did you so take the points you have, you should bet them on the money line. Yeah. Adjust yeah. the line and have yeah. them giving Bears uh, giving five and see what kind of uh, odds you can get. No. <laughs> I won't, but it's a good fight, it. but I won't be doing that. Good kid, what are you? This uh, game won't have a cent of my money. I got the Bears winning this one 13-12. I'm very excited 13 about that. 13-12. <laughs> uh, like, two, two of the total. worst defenses yeah. in the National Football League, and there's going to be 25 points Bad scored total. Too. Yeah. Uh, 
I feel, is, I see a lot this is where we are, you guys. This, this is where we are. Ross hasn't been that bad. No, he no, hasn't yeah. been. He was bad in the second half of the Washington game. By the way, good kid, you know Sean Payton better than any of us. So don't you, you think? I do. Don't you, you know I do. Don't you think he'll have that my group guy. R- much readier to go this Sunday than he did last Sunday? I, I would have said that after that's they blew a home defense. game against Washington. I do. That's why I think their defense is only going to give up 13 points. Okay. Did you try to call him this week? Who? No, we didn't even try. Well, for what? Two, well, well, you tried to call him after he was suspended for a year. Do we still have that? Swallow. Do we still have that? Oh, that's, uh, in, that's in there. That sound bite? The, it, the Yurko the voice message. Mail message? Yeah. I'm calling for Sean. Wait, well, no, no, that's page. when he called John Dorsey. The oh, John Chiefs Dorsey. Yeah. John Dorsey, yeah. Now, this one says, hey, Sean, tough pill to swallow. Tough pill to swallow, <laughs> oh, that, the champ. Heard about the news. I didn't tough, even, yeah. That was the best. Tough pill to swallow after he got suspended. I didn't even, it didn't even dawn on me. Oh, man. But the 70 burger, you had no... We didn't, no, no we, didn't, we didn't bother Andy last week either. These no guys intention. have lots to do. I would week. take I that it. 70 and and I would admire it from the Dolphins' perspective and kind of throw it away from the Broncos' perspective. Hey, Sean, what's going on? It's Jericho. Sorry to hear about the news today, man. It's tough. Tough pill to swallow there, my friend. Hey, we'd love to get you on here at ESPN 1000. If you can give me a call. I'd love to get an interview with you today uh, on the Carmen Yerko and Harry show. So I'd appreciate it if you'd give me a call back. Again, sorry to hear about it, bud. Hopefully things work out. All right. Bye. Did he ever? Had you ever have a conversation about that with him since? Not about know. that specifically, okay. but I saw him down in Jacksonville when they were playing New Orleans. Yeah, and bumped into him on the field. That's where I got that picture. Yeah, yeah. Me I just wondered if he, He's like, great. when he got that message, he took it. He laughed. He never yeah. called, but because I mean, you know, you, know, you, you didn't laughed. mean to. Well, don't you remember when we saw him at the Super Bowl before COVID? Oh yeah, and, and like our in with him was just dropping Yurko's name, oh, and he just he and even on the air, like he yeah. just the stories he had about. He even told a couple Yurko stories, didn't? Yes. I'm pretty sure from was, that interview. I was effervescent. Abdallah, don't you remember that? I, I had some effervescence with me, you know? You sure I had, I'm a bubbly, bubbly personality. Are you talking about your farts yeah. or are you talking about your personality? No, 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 but my burps. No, no, about my personality. I was, just, I was always outgoing. Yes. Kind of too stupid to know any better. Always outgoing. <laughs> I'm serious. You always. look a little tired right now. You wrong. came out gang, you're gang I busters. Played, are you a little I played, tired? played Texas Hold'em last night from yeah. about 6 to 12.30. That's a long night. I got home at about 12.30, well, maybe 12.45 last night. Then the Ryder Cup was on. So of course. The Ryder so Cup. I started watching the Ryder That was a Ryder disaster. disaster. I, fell, I fell asleep to the Ryder Cup. Then I woke up this morning at about 7.10, turned the Ryder Cup right back on. And you wanted to turn Four, it off. I saw this, a 4-0 deficit. And I'm like, all right, turn the beat around, right? Which, which they turn didn't do. Turn the beat around. Xander Shoffley is like, I'm telling you. He's he missing missed putts from five feet. He, he missed three of them. Yeah, I saw a couple. He's leaving putts short where they got to have it to oh. keep a match going. By it's the like, way, Jordan Spieth was just... Yeah, I, I don't think he even knew where he was. He, he was, was so happy late. <laughs> really? Snappy well, late. I mean, he was, I'm just saying his wine? game was gone. No, really? no, no, no. I'm not saying his, his game was it gone. Was fine, he, he does oh, that. Right? He does. Early on, it was fine. Then all of a sudden, he started snapping he, everything. He left. disappeared well, the final six holes. Yeah. You know, like it's weird with Jordan. It, he he's up and down. He the European team made every single shot. Yeah, one of my balls. Power fade. Yeah, started down the middle into the stands. Ended up going right. So did they win the final match, or did they push that, too? I think they, they pushed. Had pushed. Yeah. They had they pushed. pushed. They were, yeah. are they blew, you they were, they were up two, two up. Yeah, two, two up to go. And they blew it. Wow. So they they're, they're, they're down, what, six and a half, one and a half? Six and a half to it's one over. and a half. Yeah. Well, 
No, it's, have you seen the odds? Doesn't look good. It's five to one yeah, for the US. Just remember 2012 Medina. That's when Europe uh, they came back. This is in Europe. If they what? flip, this is in Europe. Two. Well, that's, that's true. Well, that's the Europe did it here. Maybe. Europe won a Medina. Payback. The Europeans are playing better. They're, and they're just better. If and by the way, I heard this story also. Like the Europeans, a lot of them were playing going into the Ryder yes, Cup, where yeah. a lot of the United States players had taken time off. Wait till Justin Leonard gets the putter going. Oh, Justin boy. Leonard, this guy. Brooks played. Justin Leonard. I was You're in good. Oakland uh, for that putt. Oh, yeah? Yeah, in the press oh, Bear, box Bears, in Oakland. Raiders? Bears oh, Raiders. Sure. When he made and it when at he the country club that, in, yeah. in, in Brookline. Yeah. Brookline. That was a They big had those putt. awful shirts on. Yeah, awful terrible shirts. <laughs> awful. <laughs> like oh, a terrible. Pattern, it was 1999, right? yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, it was terrible, yeah. I feel like the Ryder Cup was bigger back then. I don't know. That was like an important thing. But now football just dominates this time of year, and it's like, eh. It's good that it's there. When it's in Europe, it's better because we can watch in the morning before football. But even Sunday, there's a there's a football game in London. It's like, I, I thought the course. I thought, Saturday morning, I got a tea time. I thought the course was very visually appealing. Was I it? liked I, it. I watched a little bit this morning. I, you know, We had it on the TV here when we got into. There's a uh, couple of par fours that can drive, though, aren't there? Was there? At least one, if not two. Yeah, yeah there's a couple out there. Like this three is outside 12. of Rome. Yeah, huh? yeah, outside of Rome. Yeah. You still see the Vatican. You know? Can you? Oh, can yeah. you really? Oh yeah, pretty yeah, I cool. I said, look pretty, Vatican. pretty scenic. Not bad. Are you Sorry, guys uh, going to check? See him. Going to check out the uh, Toy Story? Uh, I don't broadcast. think so. Are you? I don't what? Think so. Toy They're Story. doing a, a simulcast with Toy Story for what? For, for football for the, the game on My Sunday. My kids are thirty. I mean, I'm not asking about your kids. I'm asking, asking about you. you. Why, but I'm not interested in Toy Story. I okay. do. I got to say, I love the movie Toy Story. I know. My but college like, roommate's the one that's doing the broadcast for it. It's uh, this is uh, not is Eagle. It, no, it's not Eagle. It's oh, no, yeah. another one. Boy, you went, well, who did you go to? You went to all kids. My God. Yeah. Pretty impressive. Who Tyler. is who's doing this? His name's Drew Carter. Drew Carter. Boy, with him for you're kind of surprised, Sylvia. I don't know if you've years. heard. Syracuse has a yeah, pretty good Sy- program. Syracuse is pretty good. And you know what? Tyler's he's got it chained to a computer upstairs, <laughs> getting me poop stories for Waddle's World. Poor Tyler. <laughs> we are definitely I mean, holding him back. We really yes, we are. are holding him back. Yes, I, I doubt I'll put it on. Hell, I am Chicago. First thing he asked himself. I doubt I'll put it on, Sylvia. But I've seen them promoting it, and I do love Toy Story. It's a great movie. The kids like it. Maybe like my kids like regular football. Should should I have them even watch this part, or just have them watch the regular football game? You should slime sample. them when they're sitting in the living room. Sample. Slime Maybe throw it on for a minute and sample. So wait a second. So the characters from Toy Story are going to be calling Woody. the game. Woody. There's a snake in my. I don't know room. how no, this I think is they're playing in Andy's room. Yeah, right. they're, they're like superimposing what yeah. you're going to see, like the Jags they and the with a Andy's hockey room. game last year too. Mr. Yeah, Potato Head. So you're going to graphically, like, they're going to be on the field playing football, and what's happening in the game... Waddle's brain is melting. ...is going to be happening, but they're doing it as characters from Toy Story. Right. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably out on it, too. i got to yeah. be honest. Yeah, I'm probably going to have, you know, a bit of a, a is, hangover. Is Nate going to be there, Burleson, too? He's going to be like... No, oh, it's an ESPN Yeah, this is not a Nickelodeon thing. It's Booger. It's not Nickelodeon? Booger's going to be there? Curtis Armstrong's going to be there? Is he going to be in the crane? Remember that? Remember, remember when, when they Booger were in the grade, like, when our company the said, you know what? This is how we're going to do Monday Night Football. Put this is our answer to the yeah. new booth. Yeah. We're going to have two guys in the booth, and let's put Booger in a crane, and we're going to wheel him up and down the sidelines. That's going to work. Listen, you got to try things. I will yeah. say that. And sometimes it crashes and burns. 
When they first started Monday Night Football, they said it was stupid. Let's remember that. That's true. What are you trying this weekend? Nothing new. No? No. <laughs> you just said oh, you're no, 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 try yeah, something. Are you cooking anything yeah. uh, pizza. crazy? Pizza oh, tomorrow. Again? What do you mean again? Kids are getting tired of pizza. Man. They no, asked for You it. can never get tired Jeez. of pizza. Pizza's tomorrow. Yeah, pizza nice. night. Pizza, tomorrow. prosciutto. Will you, you try to reach there? the same number of Manhattans no. this weekend as no. you consume no. last Although week? Although tonight is... So tonight, a you mantle. Want, you, Are you, you having a mantle you, tonight? You want to know how dorky I am? Because, uh, of course, I am a proud member of the Adventures Club Bourbon Society. Uh, we have our 50 year anniversary party at Bub City in Rosemont tonight. So, no, oh, that you should better, be. Fun. You better it's call be, the Uber right now. It's going to be. Oh, we've got Ubers yeah. already. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. How, how, when does that start? When does uh, that six end? Six o'clock. And when does it shut her down? Uh, when we start passing out? I don't yeah. know. I mean, we'll yeah. see. There'll be a lot of bourbon. Yeah, Will you be eating anything? Yes, Bob okay. City. They've okay. got food for us. Is there a membership fee that Eric you have Rose? to pay for this? You have to uh, bring a bottle to your bottle. first ever meeting. Yes. yes. Then you have to drink it all. This is in different one than, uh, I'm not going to say. Chicken well, strips <laughs> at Bob City are good. Yeah, everything's good at Bob City. Like when you go to a meeting because there's food and everything, there's like, yeah, it's like 50 bucks and that covers all like your food, all your drinks for the night. this is the opposite of an AA night. meeting. Like yeah, you just said, this is opposite. a meeting. Oh, no, so you get membership there too. Right. It's a twofer. This is a complete opposite. This is for degenerates who don't want to admit that they have a problem. Uh, yes. We is there have, any gambling that goes on while uh, you're, while you're actually, drinking? Actually, there's not. No? Surprisingly, there's not. Well, you're right there. I mean, you could go to Rivers Casino. Yeah, we could. That's a good point, man. You never know what... Might end up there at some. Any point. ganja? You know, no. any smoking any, any weed? I, don't, I mean, sure, a lot of the some of the guys do. I don't weed? smoke weed. You ganja guy? Not me. Tried the gummies a few times. Yeah, yeah. had to me to sleep. Even the yeah, uh, do kids it. doing but edibles out not, there. Not big, I'm kids not big into edibles? it. You know. I know there are two kinds. What is it? It's a yeah. uh, bad and batter. No, it's a uh, indica and sativa. Yeah, sativa's yeah, the sativa. upper, right? Sativa? No, no yeah. I thought... Oh, because yeah. Indica's in the couch. Yeah. And then uh, Sativa is supposed to get you a little more no, excited. Are you saying uppers and no. downers? doesn't work. It's all the same. It puts you... Anybody do any that's what, that's what I... <laughs> You're going to have some markers tonight. It's all garbage. Carm, I'm going to grab a bottle of 12-year Belvini. That's what I experienced, Your Package is Sharpies. Just off and drink. I smoke, right? Do an edible. It's like a notch time. My guy gave me Sativa, and I wanted to... Go to sleep too. I did a twenty, uh, a twenty uh, gummy. Is it milligrams? Twenty milligrams. Well, that's a lot. Right? That's a milligrams. lot. You, I, he goes, take it. It's two o'clock in the morning. I felt my heart was coming through my throat. And Twenty I was milligrams. He should have cut that thing I, I, up. I was, I was praying to sweet Jesus just to let me survive the night. And I promise never to be a bad dude again. All of our yeah, you got to do five milligrams oh. at a time. No. Try start five. with five. Five. Yes, and then just wait and see. I was Waddle, gifted. Uh, I was gifted. Did you hear your partner? Because <laughs> you guys were having your own conversation. Yeah, I didn't know what that was dueling conversations right there. What was going on over there? He's opening a bottle of Belvini 12 year and a package of markers. <laughs> package of markers? You're still, you're I'm going to drink, drink scotch and huff markers, and I may stop by and fill my gas tank up at some point. He loves the smell of gas. That was one of the first oh. things I found Maybe out about him. Maybe start the lawnmower oh, in the garage. I can't we're wait to we're see so bad. Brain. Kids, don't listen hey. to us. Don't hey. listen to Uncle Tom. They won't know if it's CTE there. when they examine his brain or whether it's all that huffing paint. I'm trying, too much I'm trying to confuse the doctors, Johnny. Oh, That's right. He's got huffing paint thinner at home. We've examined his brain. Don't worry about it. I'm just in the garage huffing paint thinner. We can't figure out if this is from all the time hits over the middle so or from him huffing markers. This, this is truly one of the worst conversations it's we've so, ever had. So bad. <laughs> whether it's, it's been, uh, it's you been stay on in this, school, kids. <laughs> whether it's been here or it's been 
Oh, my God. So bad. You guys see the injury report? No, what happened now? Uh, so, and, and we're expecting wow. uh, so Eberflus to speak. Yeah. You got so don't miss that, because we're going to carry it, and it's it's going to be exciting. Picking up on your sarcasm, Sylvie. Uh, Eddie Jackson's out. Jalen Johnson's out. Josh Blackwell's out. Oof. So, Are you still going to hold him to 16? Uh, it's a Yannick Ngakwe game. Don't worry about it. They better get 12. a bunch of sacks. I mean, like, you might as well blitz every time. Of course. I'm with you. Like, well, what are you sitting back game. for? Your, your entire you know secondary and, is out. And play a little physical uh, action on the corners as well. Brisker's going to miss at least a series with another sort of pop-up injury. This is my point about Eberflus as yeah, well, and being the, the D.C., if your destiny is in question, I would want to be as control in control of my destiny as much as humanly possible. So I would want to be calling the defenses. And I'd want to be getting more aggressive because what they've been doing with the standard Tampa 2 hasn't worked. Right. Let's blitz. They're the 30th ranked blitz uh, you know, percentage team. Let's play some bump. At the very least, if yeah. you're going to play two, two bump, bump, play, bump. play Play oh, that two, Tampa two, with some Let's physical stuff. Let's hear what he has stuff. to say. Right. Let's Matty, physical. You're head boys. coach uh, of your Chicago Bears, Bears for 14 more games. It's Matt Eberflus. Ouch. Player, each individual uh, you know, position group and unit you know, to improve their fundamentals, techniques, right? Uh, we did that. Showed those in the, in the uh, team meeting today. And I thought that was really good. And uh, so I have an injury update. Uh, so uh, Jack, uh, Josh Blackwell was out for the game. Uh, Travis Homer uh, is limited and questionable. And then uh, we have Eddie, uh, Jalen, uh, are also out uh, for this particular game. Our guys are focused on Denver as we, get, we begin our 48-hour preparation uh, for this football game. With that, I'll open up to questions. With Jalen and Josh and uh, Eddie out, looks like you guys have a couple of rookies at cornerback, two second-year guys at safety. Where does this rank among like youngest secondaries you've had over your career? Uh, probably one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably number one. Um, but, uh, again, those guys are excited. They're ready. And uh, we played a lot, a lot of young guys last year, you know, and so I think those guys have talent, you know, and I think they're they're good players. And I'm excited to see Smitty, you know, and Tyreek uh, in there full time. So it's, uh, it's going to be uh, a good challenge for those guys. They got, you know, really good receivers, got really good speed. Um, at that at that position group, so it's going to be a good challenge. Luke said yesterday with Nate that he felt he was ready to go. Where, where do you anticipate him starting this week? You know what, Nate Davis? Nate Davis? Yeah, yes, we do. Yes, he's had a good week of practice, and we like where he is. Same situation. I know, like Major League Baseball has the bereavement list. I don't think the NFL has something quite similar. But as he's going through you mm-hmm. know, a pretty traumatic personal situation, was there ever any conversation about maybe putting him on NFI or giving him a chance to be away from football for a little bit? Yeah, I mean, we just really communicated with him, and he communicated with us, and that was uh, just what we did. You know, we're just person to person. Uh, he used the resources in the building. Um, you know, and I know it's a difficult time, and that's what we did. We just opened communication, and that's how we handled it. Now, would you say that the team just needs a win, not to put too much on it, but just you know, the weight of, of having, not having won a game this year? Yeah, I mean, you know, when you when you win, you, you feel great, right? It, you know, and yes, you know, it's that's I would say, yeah. I mean, it really does because uh, you know we've been fighting for a long time. You know, we've been doing this. And we got to do a great job of, of coming together. And that was my mo- message for the team this week. It's about through adversity, you have to come together. And, and you have to do different. 
right? So in that, our focus was different was it was we focused more on technique, more on fundamentals. Uh, we tried to highlight that like we do every week, um, but we really put an emphasis on it and we've honed in our focus on that, our single focus. And uh, the guys did a nice job with that. Now we have to, it's got to pay off in the game. It's got, we got to see it in the game. We got to see it come through and we got to fight through the game to get that done. When we were down in that tiny little room in Kansas City after the game, right away you said big opportunity coming up for us. Two games in 11 days. Yep. How important will this next week be toward the direction of your team, toward the attitude in the building, just toward the season? Yeah, I just think it's, uh, you know, we take this one game at a time, and that's all you can do, and you can take it one play at a time. So this game is as important as the last one and the, and the next one. You know, so we got to have our singular focus on Denver. And, of course, we've had these quick turnarounds. If you've been in the league long enough, you know what they are. And, uh, again, it's, it's in five days, and, again, it's a great opportunity, like I said. Last year we talked about the importance of the mini-buy when you guys were able to reset a little yep. bit. You're going to have a mini-buy after that Commanders game. It would be a big difference between being 2-3 and three and tinkering in 0-5 and, and, and wondering whether you need to make wholesale changes, right? Yeah, the mini-buy is always good, you know, because it's a really good way to, uh, you know, freshen up the players, you know, because they've been through five games and, you know, really take a good look self-scout. But we do that every week. You know, we do that. We're always self-scouting um, ourselves uh, every single week. And uh, but, uh, yeah, it'll be a good break for the players to be able to take a little breath and then uh, move on to the next five. Matt, uh, ja- Jaquan Brisker is not a captain, but I don't know if there's anybody who publicly embraces a leadership role like he does. Have you seen examples like on the field, in the locker room, anywhere that you as a coach particularly appreciate about what he's done to, to emerge as as a leader, even though he's not a captain? Yeah, uh, he, he leads himself first, and that's the first rule of leadership, and he's done a really good job with that, you know, especially being a young second-year player. Um, I love his passion. I love his work ethic, and I love his intensity. You know, his intensity, you know, his focus in the meetings, his focus during the walkthroughs, um, and he really models that leadership. But he also steps up because he's a vocal guy. He's, he likes, he's vocal. He'll step up and tell him, hey, this is where we're going. Um, this is the energy we need to have. This is the focus we need to have. So you can see him stepping up in those moments. And that's what a good leader does. And he and he's done that. Lou pointed out to about seven or eight plays yesterday. He felt that were missed explosive plays against Kansas City, whether it was a non-sustained block, somebody ran the wrong route. What what can coaches do in the moment when you can see things like that happening? Like, What's the responsibility of a coach in the moment when something like that happens? It's execution-related, not necessarily coaching. Yeah, just coach them up through the moment, you know, and then you could coach them up what the response of the other team is going to be. You know, so if they see a, a, a weakness there, they're going to come back to it. And you got to make sure that you make that correction uh, during the time. Um, also, you can also see what uh, when they're making plays off of a certain uh, blitz, okay, or they made a play on offense, you can really help your player, hey, what's coming next? Uh, what's, look, what's around the corner based on what they've done so far and what they haven't done? So I think that's important to be able to coach those guys on the sideline. We've always done that, and that really helps players to execute uh, in future plays. Ben, Tevin Jenkins, Tevin Jenkins eligible to come off IR after this game. Is he on track to, to be activated? Yeah, we're excited where he is. Uh, we'll, we'll see. You know, this is it's obviously, uh, you know, they're working through that process, but we're excited where he is. And with Kyler Gordon, with that hand injury, 
has he been able to do? He's been able to do a bunch of stuff because it's a hand, right? In terms of in terms of conditioning and all that. Oh yeah, yeah. Our guys do a really good job with the conditioning levels of those guys. Uh, even if it is something on their lower extremities, uh, they still do a good job with that. But uh, yeah, he's he's done a good job. Is he on pace to return after four games? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see where it is. Uh, it's everything's pointing in the right direction, but again, we'll see where it goes. We brought the uh, ace pistol with you, and you got tremendous buy-in from the players. How do you go about reinforcing that when the results might not be what you want? Yeah, you just keep coaching it. You keep coaching it every single play. Uh, you coach it every single play in practice. You see every rep in the game, and uh, you just keep emphasizing it. You know, and uh, you know we saw uh, efforts from players in the first game. It got better in the second game because we just pointed out, and we don't walk by a mistake, and make sure that you're pointing those things out and paying attention to the detail on every play. You- Matt, what have been your impressions of how Russell Wilson has played so far this year? Good. Yeah, he's played really well. Um, you know, his QBR has been good. I think his, his his rhythm and timing of the offense has been great. Um, you know, he's a really good player, you know, and uh, I thought he's played really well so far. You can't uh, control the fans, obviously, or maybe you don't want to, but there's so much angst out there. Like, how much would it mean, even when things have not gone perfect on Sunday, that you had a, you know, a big back in behind you, even through the ups and downs of the game? Yeah, I would just say this, that, you know, I understand the passion of the Chicago Bear fans and, uh, you know, I understand the passion of our football team, you know, and and we all want a victory. And I think it's important that that we fight for 60 minutes to get that done. And, uh, you know, that's what I would say, you know, and I, it's, it's all about the execution. You know, it's all about the execution, about us being able to fight and be determined and have the stamina to push through this adversity. And we're going to have to do it together. We're going to have to play complimentary football. You know, you can't, you know, play non-complimentary football. you got to be able to set field position. you got to be able to do a great job with the ball or taking the ball away. And it's important that we do offense, defense, and kicking together because we have to do this together. And with, uh, with Terrell Smith, what stood out for you on tape when you watched him against Tampa? Or excuse me, against uh, Kansas City. Who's this? Uh, Smitty. Terrell Smith, yeah. Yeah. You know, just his poise. I thought he did a really good job in there, um, you know, for a young guy. You know, there's a lot of learning experiences for those young rookies, uh, but it wasn't too big for him. And uh, I thought he played well, and I, and I think he's going to continue to play well. You know, and as, if you're a rookie DB, you know, as you know, they're going to come after you, and that's what they do. And uh, he, he's up for the challenge, and uh, I thought he played well. Did you see David Montgomery's huge game last night? If so, any, any reaction to his big game? I did not. I did not see it. I was busy. I didn't get out of here until 1030. Man, does the uh, your new corner you guys brought in this week? What's uh, what's the book on him, and can, can he play inside for you? Uh, yeah, he could play. Uh, he, he, I really love his uh, his functional intelligence. He's picking up the scheme really well. Um, you know, he's been in a couple of different spots. You know, which has helped him. You know, do different schemes. But uh, um, we like where he is. You know, he can play a couple of different spots, and that that's really good for us right now. With the emphasis of maybe trying to get the run game going this mm-hmm. week, or even just going forward, is this is this an opportunity you think for EQ to get active, to be active this week, given his emphasis in the as run blocker? In the yeah, league? we'll see where it is. Uh, there's definitely an opportunity there. We'll see where it is. Uh, we'll make those decisions here in the next you know few hours, and uh, yeah, but we certainly like the way he practice. Is 10:30 uh, a typical exit time for you? You doing overtime this week? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little overtime. A little overtime. No, no, it's it's always that time. Normal, normal. Wow. Yeah. How have the guys handled the week? I, I know you said Monday. Hey, you know we're gonna work on details. We're gonna we're gonna try and lock it down. And what's what's the vibe you've got? Good. Yeah. I love the look in their eye. They're determined. Uh, they're focused. Uh, they're doing it for each other. You know, they're focusing on their position group, playing their best game this week. Um, and you kind of micro it down to that, to the individual, to the position group, and then it goes on to the unit. So they really bought into that, and uh, I can see each group getting better. And uh, I love the look in their eye. 
How how are you hand, how are you handling this? I mean, you got to answer these questions every day. I mean, I'm sure yourself personally, just love to be able to talk about them. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's it's it is it's it's where it is right now. And uh, again, we got to execute and we got to get it done. And uh, you know, it's always about us coming together and us staying together. And really, what you do is you rely on the men in the room. You know, because you know, we brought these guys in here because they have great hearts. They got a fighter's heart. They're great teammates, and uh, we just got to keep battling. Is there anything different body language-wise that you want to see from guys, even if things are not going according to plan? I know just late in the game you saw a lot of guys, when offense was up, entire defense was sitting on the bench, vice versa, against Kansas City. Is there anything that you tell them about, like, is that okay? Is that acceptable? Or do you want to see guys closer to sidelines? No, I mean, I think that comes with execution. You know, you execute better, there's going to be great enthusiasm, and it's about each man doing their job and doing it at a high level and doing it with intensity. And uh, when you have that, when you have good execution, you're going to have enthusiasm is going to be right there with it. Thank you. Thank you. All right, there's Matt Eberflus. Um, I, there's a couple of things I want to get off my chest, and 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 admittedly, it may which are they? Yeah, I know. I got I got solid B cups working these days with the the wine and the pizza going. Why does your weight go here and mine goes here? But I mine Everyone's goes into my different. into my chin and into my boobs. Mine just goes right above my belt line. Yeah, like everywhere else is like, and there's no weight at it here and here. It doesn't look like it's settling in your chin. Oh yeah, it does. Really? It does. Yeah, like absolutely. So. Um, it, it, I'm trying uh, to get your mind off of it. Yeah, it's not healthy I, for I, you. It's I, not healthy. I, I, so I, again, and, and Waddle asked a question: um, is, is it Eberflus or Nagy? As far as what was worse in and terms I, of the uh, the I, press conferences, I, I, I looked at Waddle during this and I said, just when you think it couldn't get any worse from the last guy, I believe it has. We'll di- we'll discuss that when we come back. And there's one thing I would like Eberflus to do. There's just win. Okay, two things I want Eberflus. Two. Yeah. two things do I'd like Eberflus to do. We'll get to that coming up next. Waddle and Sylvie, from our State Street studio to your hellish commute home, we're there with you making it bearable. Never mind. Back to Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN Chicago. All right, we uh, just carried Matt Eberflus. Coaches are never going to give you really any sort of inside look as to what they're thinking. Most I, of them not, especially yeah. younger ones who haven't been in the job for very long. Some of the guys that are comfortable in their skin may give you a little bit of insight, but not much. You know how you used to say that Nagy would give you word salad, but he'd give you like wor- words that form sentences. He's just he's blurting out words that don't work together. Like, I would like him to be a human being a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I, 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 like, just be be a little bit of a human. It, 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 well, this is I, where I, I, you know, I think you and I are on the same page. And look, I, it is maybe the meatball-y of meatball comments. Yeah. but And admittedly. Yeah, and totally, for me as well. But, like, I want to see him stand up there and get pissed. Yeah, yeah, and say, look, this is... I'm pissed at it, me, it, I'm it, pissed it, at him, I'm pissed at him. It's unacceptable, or it's unacceptable, yeah. or look... Those guys in there uh, need a win. He has said, like, one thing that's bothered me is, you know, we're all in three this year. We haven't lost 13 in a row. You know, it, it, that's, that's coach speak. Justin has lost 13 in a row. Maybe not 13 because he didn't play the final game last year. But you think Justin thinks he's only lost three in a row? Justin he's five Fields, and 23, isn't Ju- he? Justin Fields is worn down. He is worn out. 
This isn't because of three losses this year. This goes back to last year. Cole Komet. This isn't an 0-3 start for Cole Komet. This goes back to last year. Sure, there are different guys this year, but there are many guys inside that locker room who this goes back to last year. And you may coach speak up there and say it's only three this year. But many guys have worked very hard to try to get a win. And, yes, they're part of the problem, too. Of course. But, but just be a little more of a human being. I, and I, I don't want to necessarily be let in. But some of those what, – what did he say there, Maller, about kicking and, and – and, what was the We're word? Like offense, defense, defense, kicking, they have to do it together. The complimentary, I think he was just trying to say that it's comp. We need to play better complimentary football, is what he was trying to say. Here, here, I, if it I was, was standing at the podium, this is a, we need to get more pressure on the quarterback. However, that happens, we will make the adjustments to get the, the, the to the quarterback. We need to take the football away as well. Offensively, we need to be more secure at the offensive line position. Our quarterback needs to read the field with, with a greater, better degree of accuracy. Our receivers meet, need to make catches for their quarterback. We need to be better on third downs. We, com- we, we convert 34 percent of our third down situations which leads to a very low time of possession we possess the football for 26 minutes a game right now that's leaving our defense on the field too long especially since they are banged up and they are bad so we need to get better at the line of scrimmage our quarterback needs to make better decisions our wide receivers need to make plays when the ball is thrown to them we need to be better collectively on third downs to take some pressure off of our banged up defense our defense needs to get to the quarterback more than once in three games we need to take the football away and we need to do a better job as coaches getting our guys prepared and ready to play on sunday and when we find ourselves in crucial moments as coaches we have to deliver the same way we ask our players to deliver I mean, that just took, what, 60 seconds? I'm in. 60 seconds. Like, like, why is that so hard? Why is that so? Like, he's not even speaking like a human being right now, let alone they don't win. I just thought it was going to pass out right there. Yeah, I know. You're out of shape. You can't even even speak fast. I mean, I, I had three glasses of wine last night, one more than normal. Every time you think it can't get worse from the previous regime, it gets worse from the previous regime. And it, it, like the losing and and the weirdness, it, it, it it's so odd. You're correct, and a hundred percent. But here's your plan. All right, this is really something. I'm lusting over Ben Johnson over here on yeah, a Thursday you were, night you were drinking drawing wine. Pictures. You were drawing pictures I, of Ben Johnson in a Bears uh, coaching getup. Uh, yeah, I like. Yeah, I, I did you know Ben Johnson from the Lions? I texted you. Started his coaching career at Boston College. I did not know that. By the by, the way, the year after Ryan Poles left, I don't know if if there's any connection. He was a grad assistant at Boston know. College in '09. Then he ended up being the tight ends coach. He left in 2011, so he had three seasons at BC. Maybe there's some sort of a connection there. Then he went to Miami for many, many years. Ryan Day got his start, I think, coaching at, at BC as well. I, I wish that they would all go back and and raise our program from the ashes. But here's oh boy, the, it's before the fourth game of the season. Sylvie's doing background check I, I on know, coaching. I panels. know that. I'm, yeah. I'm watching press conferences to see that he's not a boob too. Okay, I like. I, I, he's let's, off the Zach Taylor tree. He's tap off. the brakes. Tap the brakes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay but, tap but the look, brakes. he's calling You're such a good have game. A stroke. Oh, well, I want to win a football game. So ta- tap it down a little bit. Seriously, we have spent the last three weeks talking about Armageddon. 
and for good reason. The the Packers came to town and kicked our ass. You're sweating. And they did it with the youngest team in the NFL and a quarterback that had started one game prior. We went down to Tampa, and Baker Mayfield got the best of us. And at the end of the game, we had a chance, and we threw an interception in our own goal line. And it all went sideways from there. And then we go to Kansas City to play the defending Super Bowl champs who hadn't gotten on track yet. You knew they were going to get on track. And by the way, Taylor Swift is in the stands. Recipe for a disaster. And now, our defensive coordinator had yes, to resign. Yeah, that's true. The point I'm making is, is let's look at this. Okay, that all sucked, and it, it, I can't erase it. But what I can do is just put it in the back of my mind and look at where we are right now. We got a Broncos team coming to town that gave up 70 points. Their coach and their quarterback, I don't think, like each other. Okay? Their defense isn't stopping anybody. They're coming to our building. You have a chance. Forget about the first three games, guys. You got a chance to get that bad taste out of your mouth and get a victory. I don't care if you win by half a point, if that's even possible. Just get a W, okay? 20 and a half to <laughs> right. 18 Bears. Just follow with me, okay? So just get – so all leading up until Thursday night where you go to Washington to take on a bad commander's team – you're not thinking about the first three weeks any longer. You're thinking about the fact that you just got that monkey off your back and you finally got to win. And then you go to Washington and you try to build on that. And then maybe you beat Washington in a short week. And next thing you know, you go to the mini buy and you're three and two. Like, this is, the, I'm just telling you that I'm trying to, to paint you a picture that pulls you out of the sewer. Two and three and then, into the mini buy. That's just why. Right, right, yeah, I got it wrong. Two and three. My math isn't very good either. My point is, is that you can go from a scenario that looks like the worst situation we have found ourselves in Bears recent Bears history, to a point where at least we can talk about winning a couple in a row. Some of your young players making progress, and maybe while it's not good, it's not the laughing stock of the National Football League. So it can change on Sunday. Everybody's got to do their job. Coaches, players, everybody. You got to do your job inside gate zero. Get everybody going. Everyone in the building. Get us a W and then we'll go to Washington on Thursday and try to stack some dubs. I got them losing. I'm just telling you. Like, <laughs> After all that. I do. I'm a, I'm a realist. 312-332-3776. But I'm just telling you that it's not the craziest thing in the world. After this whole thing. And I got them losing. I'm just saying, though. I know. But if they do win, it's not the craziest thing in the world. And if you get that one W, the weight of the world will come off of their backs up at at Hallis Hall. All right. And Thayer's going to join us at three. I want to take your calls on this. Coming up next, we'll have some time for some baseball. Doug Kazarian with his plays of the weekend. You don't really want to go to baseball, do you? You want to go to baseball? Well, we have to. I mean, you may want to get yourself a a pizza and a bottle of wine for that conversation. (laughs) It's Waddle and Selvey. Football, horse racing, burgers, beer, and so much more. Have a winning weekend at newly remodeled Club Hawthorne Betting Bars featuring cash betting at points bet sports books. Find a location near you at hawthornebettingbars.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER to get help. Waddle and Sylvie are back. Are back. Follow the show on Twitter at Waddle and Sylvie and at T Waddle 87. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Second and goal. Big hole, left side, in for the touchdown. David Montgomery. 
Trying to keep that same Packer defense out there. Second down and goal. Keep it on the ground. Through the middle. There he goes again. Montgomery for six. Hands it off. And into the end zone. Goes Montgomery. Montgomery. Over 100. To the 31-yard line he goes. It's 114 ground yards tonight. David Montgomery, three touchdowns. He has five on the season. I think the Bears have five touchdowns on the season. They ran the football 43 times for 211 yards last night. I'm envious of that. And they're not a run-first, really, football team. Monty had uh, five touchdowns, I think, all of last yes. year. And, um, again, it's the running game, not the running back. He They've th- got a line. Yeah, he had 32 carries for 121 yards. They take nothing from him. He had a nice night. He averaged less than four yards per carry. Yeah. 3.8 like, yards per carry. There's no doubt in my mind Roshan Johnson can do just everything that David Montgomery can do with a good line. The, the, the Bears need to get that line going. They need a commitment to the run. Yeah, I, uh, look, I'm not here to degrade what, what, what David Montgomery did last night. They were very productive running the football. Jameer Gibbs is going to get the majority of the carries in the second half of the season, in my humble opinion. I mean, we if listen, David Montgomery had 32 carries last night. As a team, they had 43 rushing attempts. Our running backs collectively in the first three games... Have 45 rushing attempts. That's crazy. They had as many almost in one game as the Bears do all season. Roy in Belmont Heights, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Roy? Hey, Waddle. Hey, Sylvie. Uh, I must have had a bad connection here during the Matt Eberflug's press conference. All I heard was... The same old thing. I want to hear Justin Fields has to be better. The defense has to be better. This is a football Friday, baby, and we're sitting here talking about whether the Bears are going to win or not. It's it's just ridiculous. No, listen, I I agree with you. The point you make, I, I if if the coach, I would rather hear as a fan. I want to hear him say some of the things that you just mentioned. You don't have to call anybody out, but you just no. have to say we all have to be better. That that's uh, some holding accountability. People, there's a difference between holding people accountable and calling people out. Eddie in Kenosha, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Eddie? Hey, guys. Um, you know, I, that guy sounds like a camp counselor at a day camp, not an NFL football coach. I mean, geez, you guys played the highlights of the Lions, but, man, you want your team to have fight like like the guy who's talking about biting kneecaps. And I know everybody wanted to talk about it, you know, but they fight for that guy. That was, they, that was a tough football team. I I hope there's more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Passion, passion to the team, aggressive. Yeah, uh, being yeah. Speaking like a real person yeah. to the team. I've always said that. Like maybe maybe his presentation to his team is different than the presentation in front of the press. But it's kind of hard to turn that on and turn that off. Eric on the south side. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Eric? Love the show. You know, um, these last couple of press conferences with uh, Fields and um, Eberflus, uh, you know, they both, I think they're both uh, defeated already. You could, They have no motivation in the way they talk. You know, Fields is like laying back there, sounding, you know, unmotivated. And Eberflus, he just, 
playing the, uh, you know, um, he's protecting his job. He doesn't want to say nothing wrong. and He probably knows he's on his way out. Um, that being said, um, do you think the Bears would make a coaching change in the middle of the season? Thank you very much for taking my call. I don't. I don't believe, you know, I know people reference the past to predict the future. They've never done that. Um, I wouldn't completely rule it out, but I wouldn't. That's not. And give it to who? Right. That's, I don't know where you they, would go they don't with it. already don't have a defensive coordinator. Right. Who's, who on this, on this coaching staff is capable to be an interim coach? Like, I don't, like, what are you accomplishing What's by that doing that? Do? Like, I don't need blood now. No. I, I, like, as long as you make a clean break at the end of this season, if this continues, and this, then you pair the new, if you pay, get a new quarterback with the new coaching staff, I'm fine. This is why you need a win and you need it now, so that a lot of this kind of calms down. It doesn't go away. But it calms down and some of your young players can settle in. Because, listen, you're still trying to develop some guys. Darnell Wright is a good football player. You're trying to develop him. Yeah. You know, Tyler Scott should be a, a contributor. With, you're trying to develop him. You're trying to develop a lot of these guys. So you've got to find a way to calm this situation down so chaos isn't the theme uh, but their practice facility. And if you can get a W... Again, it's not going to all go away, but it will subside a little bit, and you can start focusing on bit. Remember, we're in a rebuild here. You're trying to rebuild with some young guys, and right now what you're doing is you're just flooding them with chaos at the moment. Tom Thayer wants to take a part of the Lions playbook for the Bears. I do know that. He will join us to talk Bears coming up next.